Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. Dave and Jacqueline bring you up close and personal to the innovators, contributors, and creative minds in and around technology today. Visit their website at www.technologyexpresso.com. There you will find their broadcast with guests from all across the technology spectrum, their social media handles, and related content. So sit back with Dave and Jacqueline as they serve up Technology Expresso fast, hot, and intense. And hello, and happy Saturday. <laughs> this is a weekend edition of Technology Expresso, and I am your co-host, Jacqueline Sanders. Hi, Dave Blackman here. And welcome, everyone. Um, you know, we are all about covering STEM, and as also known as STEAM, Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Math. And David and I have a little bit of a slant toward technology. You may have noticed that in some of our archives, but today it's about engineering. We have with us the guest. Uh, from the National Society of Black Engineers, and we are. This is this is a treat for us. We're going to be educated and learn some new things today, and just a whole new spectrum and an area of STEM that is so important. And uh, we're very excited. So I'm not going to do a lot of talking. I'm going to get straight to one of our first guests that's joining us, and um, that is William Leverett. So William, how are you this afternoon? I am doing great. Thank you guys for having me. I'm very excited. Oh, to be no. Here. Excellent. It is it is our pleasure. Like I said, this is uh some groundbreaking uh territory for us and so that's why we wanted to do this special edition. And I promise my listeners this is going to be one of many. We look forward to having many conversations uh with the National Society of Black Engineers and um, learning just so much about them because it's, it's about exposure. We don't want to give one side of the story. We want young people to be exposed to the whole spectrum of uh, STEM. It's so important. So, uh, again, thank you for having us. Can you share with our listeners, where are you calling in from? I am calling in from a little place called Kansas City, Missouri, home of the uh, American League winners, the Kansas City Royals. <laughs> and and again, I like to I like to point that out because thanks to technology, you know, we have this national village where we can have conversations like this, learn from each other, and get exposure. So you know, why don't you why don't we just jump right into it? And first of all, tell the audience more about um, William Leverett. Okay, so. I guess the story of William Leverett is an interesting one at times. I'm pretty much born and raised in Kansas City, most of its surrounding areas. Um, I'm the son of basically the medical industry. They're not doctors, but they they act like it sometimes. My mom's a uh, registered nurse slash technique teaching nurse slash case manager. Father's a neurodiagnostic technician. 
Now, obviously, how I got from that to engineering, well, um, my father always had a side hobby in computers, and he basically, when I was real young, he turned my mother's uh, dining room into his own computer workshop. And so one of our favorite hobbies was always taking old, broken-down Pentium 4 computers and rebuilding them from the ground up. And that's kind of just stuck with me for the longest. No, no, please continue. Yeah. And so I said, um, so I've always had the interest to go into technology, to be in this process of building computers, robots, um, discovering my own ways of making light speed happen. And so when I got to college and found my way into electrical computer engineering, which is a major at my school, I also picked up a second major along the way, physics. And I know what probably all of you are saying is, how in God's name is he doing engineering and physics at the same time? And um, this is, speaks to the power of getting involved in college for a lot of you guys that are starting now. When I first got to my school, um, I went to this little physics club because I was getting extra credit to, from one of my classes. and this teacher just pokes his head in, and he's a physics professor. He's like, I need students to do a little research assignment for me. And I just took the initiative to join it. Next thing I know, I'm working with him to build a 3D printer, and he's getting me interested in physics and all this crazy stuff that it can do. And next thing I know, I'm looking up right now, I've got a quantum physics book in front of me studying for an exam on Wednesday. So that's just something to give you guys a lesson in is to always take an initiative when something presents itself to you because you never know where it'll take you. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it doesn't sound like you fell far from the tree, uh, actually, uh, and, and we always try to steer a little left or a little right of what our parents is doing. We, we never want to do exactly what they're doing. So you had a little tilt to the left or to the right, whichever way you want to call it, and then coming back almost full circle uh, as you double majored into physics. So it's uh, it's all that hybrid cross-pollination uh, of technology and medicine. Fantastic. And science. Absolutely. Yeah, I think he's hitting all of the, the STEM all in one, <laughs> one uh, dialogue. Absolutely. So, <laughs> a, a, a welcome treat. So let's talk about what you do for a living. So you, you, you've taken this and, and how you've uh, applied it, um, and then also how you became affiliated with the National Society of Black Engineers. Okay, well, with Nesby, it started kind of like how a lot of student orgs in college start. I heard there was free food at a meeting. And I feel it feels shameful now, but at the time when you were a college student and your funds are low, any source of free pizza is good, good for you. And I got to the meeting, and it was just amazing. Keep in mind, like at my school, it's just, it's somewhat of a commuter school. You have students that are kind of coming back to school and are also, you know, working side jobs. So it's not like uh, rare to see non-traditional students, but even in that light, it's very easy to be the one African-American in a physics class. 
it's very easy to be the one out of a hundred or so students to be the black kid. And when I went to this Nesby meeting, it was just awe-inspiring. I was talking with black professionals in the engineering community, black students that were just a year or two ahead of me or maybe just like me, uh, freshmen, sophomores in school. And just being in that culture, just being able to talk and walk, and not to, you know, make light of, you know, I can't make friends with them, white students or Hispanic or international, but being able to see students that came from the same neighborhood as myself was just a true treat. And being a part of Nesby's and physics has just opened doors for me. Just a year ago, I was working uh, up north with a supercomputing group in uh, the University of Illinois Urbana called the Blue Waters Research Group, working on computers that dwarf what my father and I were working on years ago. I'm talking about computers that um, we're talking about maybe 5, 10 gigs of RAM in our computers now. I was working on tens of thousands of gigs and just putting together all these crazy programs and computer hardware assignments. So that's just how Nesby has just really opened doors for me as well as helping open doors for the young people in the Kansas City community helping them get involved in their uh, college programs that their schools offer, helping them uh, network with college professionals in Kansas City, as well as, you know, helping, you know, just get the basic things like their FAFSA taken care of, how to do their ACT prep. So that's things that I really hope that you guys, if you all take anything away from this, that Nesby can be a helpful guidance when you're uh, entering college or just before you do. No, absolutely, absolutely. And, and you made a, a great point. First of all, um, you know, the, the, the free food, so that, that does work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, and sometimes you just got to get uh, young people and, and participants any way you can. And, and once you, it's kind of, it, 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 it's kind of like the, uh, the fly paper where when you get them in a certain proximity, mm-hmm. then you just get them to stick. And we find that in, in some of the other conversations that we've had as well, um, how, you know, just getting them out. And then once they've had that positive experience, uh, they're there for life. So it, it sounds like uh, William has had that same experience. The other thing that, that he mentioned, too, is it's not that these other organizations, the other networking opportunities that you can't be a part of those as well, but it's always nice to have also that that grounding with the organization where you can relate to the people there and and sometimes have just some common denominators. You know, we had a funny story about the National BDPA uh, conference where you were talking to someone that turned out to be your paper boy in your neighborhood. That's how, you know, so, you know, being able to swap those types of stories. So someone directly from your neighborhood and not even knowing it. So that that's a, another piece that I think that is, is really, um, you know, an important part of organizations like Nesby for short. And so I want to let our audience know we're talking with William Leverett, and he's calling in from Kansas City on today's show to talk with us about 
the National Society of uh, Black Engineers. And do look up NSBE. NSBE. Um, I'm out on Twitter, and you can find it. They are a national organization, so they have chapters and regions all over the place. Um, and I also want to I also want to mention that uh, we hope to have Michelle Mitchell, who helped um, arrange this event today and this phone conversation, join us, as well as Christian Miller uh, may be joining us as well. And if you're dialed in and want to be a part of the queue and, and want to speak to us. Press one, and we'll make sure that you are uh, a part of this conversation. So uh, I'm, I'm hopefully, hoping they are able to join us as well. Um, so, William, I'm, I'm going to come back to you. Why don't you share with our audience what your actual role is um, in the organization? Okay. Um, my current role within NSBE is this. I am the Fall Regional Conference Chairman. And as you alluded to earlier, there are five regions within NSBE. I'm in the, the Vanguard region, as we call ourselves, Region 5. And I have the opportunity this year to present to our region uh, an introduction to my city, Kansas City, Missouri. And as the FR, uh, Fall Regional Conference Chairman, I'm basically uh, setting up uh, with along the regional board members a career fair where we're planning to have around at least 20 companies, workshops and program events to help strengthen our membership, as well as um, newcomers that are just happen to be uh, passing into NSBE. And uh, working with Michelle on putting together our NSBE Junior Mini Conference. So that way our members that are have, yet, have not yet entered college, those members can help be strengthened, better prepared, for the four, four to six, eight years of their life that they be, they take that uh, role initiative to become full-fledged engineers. That is awesome. So you're taking them, the the young ones and, and those in, in, in flight beginning to de define their, their careers all the way up to the career professionals and, and helping them to um, find mentors, I, I dare say, and coaches and just role models, just um, others that they can uh, aspire to. So that is uh, very in inspiring. And as you mentioned, you all have your fall uh, regional conference coming up, um, and not everybody can make it to Kansas City or to, the, to your area for that particular event. So could you share with them, for those who are there, first of all, how they can get involved if there's still an opportunity for uh, whether it's to get tickets and uh, register? And also, for those who aren't in the area, how do they get connected with their uh, local uh, um, chapter of NSBE? Oh, that's a great question. Um, basically, NSBE period is to always go to our website, www.nesby.org, and to um, register through there. It will walk you through the process, and it will also show you a um, – uh, re, uh, mapped regions of the six regions. So if you're in uh, California, Colorado, Region 6, obviously um, the Midwest, including Kansas City, Region 5, et cetera, et cetera. And that will help uh, also pinpoint you to where a close NSBE chapter is located. If you're um, not in uh, college yet, so you're obviously um, elementary, middle, high school, you'll be looking for NSBE junior chapters. 
collegiates, um, those of you in college, there's a good chance your college probably has a Nesby chapter, especially if it offers some sort of STEM program, most certainly in engineering. And professionals, too, which is the mentorship, the advisement that a lot of us collegiates and definitely the high schoolers, too, are looking for. Also, we also very much like when you all get involved. So look for professional chapters that are in most major cities, I've noticed, especially those with a high um, engineering or STEAM um, job uh, focus. And so for those of you that are near the Kansas City area, I welcome you with open arms. We are, um, if you go to our Region 5 site within the nesby.org, you will find a link to our registration. And you can also email me at r5frc at nesby.org, too, to get info as well. Basically, you just sign up. Our registration period is open throughout till the day of the conference, which is November 6th through the 8th. So we definitely welcome you guys to come on board. We're gonna, it's going to be an amazing conference, I promise you that. Awesome, awesome. Like I said, wish we could be there. If if we could send a drone over, we, we would hover over and, 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 and be there vicariously. But do keep us posted, and we'll be following you uh, via social media. Thanks to social media, it uh, allows us to get various snippets of, of different events. And, and we've been following you on, on Twitter. So, um, you know, thanks for keeping us, us posted and keeping us in the loop, and that's what you know, oh, Technology Expresso is is doing as well. Is it's trying to make sure that others get exposed. It's all about exposure. And something that David mentioned uh, that we picked up on when you gave us kind of your background. Your father kind of introduced you with the 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 hardware piece of it, the tinkering, fixing things, that type of thing. So the the seed was planted. Um, what do parents do if they don't find themselves having an engineering background and maybe even sometimes intimidated, but still needing to expose young people to things that are, are different so that they can find their niche? What would you say to, to um, parents out there? That's an excellent question, and I understand that greatly. Like even me with a father with his um, his interest in computers, when they see some of my textbooks I was bringing in high school and early college, it flipped their heads. And I understand, parents, it's it's definitely new when you start seeing differential calculus and all these other things their kids are possibly interested in. My first recommendation would be to look to see in your neighborhoods if there's any form of STEM or STEAM type of organization. Nesby. Uh, SHIP, the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers, Society of Women Engineers, it is a big thing for all of us to make sure that we keep our uh, recruitment strong. And that's making sure we go out to neighborhoods. We always make sure we go to high schools. Your high schools are awesome. Um, honestly, they truly are amazing source. Because it's not like every other week I get like an email or two from a counselor asking hey, can you come speak? Can you come present? Can you um, volunteer alongside us? A lot of uh, groups, they want to be involved. So I would highly suggest, you know, just going to your local high schools, 
and just asking, you know, what type of um, orgs are you are you partnering with? Excellent, excellent advice. Absolutely, and and he makes a good point. I I think for us as professionals, it is it is actually easier than you think to engage our local schools, our local high schools, and our local elementary schools, and get permission or an invitation to come and speak to an audience, to speak to an auditorium full of kids about your profession. Um, and as we've always said, it's all about exposure. You just have no idea who, but you know you're going to inspire someone. A few kids there are going to be inspired and motivated by what you're saying. If you're giving a, a, a lab-type presentation or just speaking to an audience in an auditorium full of kids, you're going to inspire a few of those kids to get involved and get engaged. And although uh, technology has a deeper reach in our local communities, it's not everywhere. Everyone does not have a computer at home. So these kids that are going to get expired, inspired, they may reach into their uh, high schools, their elementary schools, go into their libraries and get on those computers, go to these websites that we've mentioned. Our kids are so much more technologically uh, inclined and inspired and uh, actually active than we think. Uh, so, you know, with music, uh, streaming music and smartphones, they're getting that, they're getting a taste. Now take the next step and expose them to the engineering and the technology behind all these consumer products. And I think that's a start in the elementary school. Uh, I, I absolutely agree. And, and another point I'd like to make is, you know, the parents, wherever you are, because we have a national audience, you need to be inspired. This is Kansas City um, talking to us today and what they're doing and how they're reaching out to the, the community and if you aren't, if you're sitting there thinking, well, we don't have that in our community or I haven't heard about it or no one's come to our school to talk about these things, then as whether it's parents, aunts, grandparents, then it's, a, it's demanded. Ask for it, demand it, you know, um, and as well as seek out these organizations. That's why we give you, uh, you should be going to the nesby.org and poking around to see if there's a chapter in your your local area. So, so important and, and, and so happy to have, again, William Leverett with us here. He is the Fall Regional Conference Coordinator, uh, uh, chair, I should say, for uh, NSBE, and um, really looking forward to some, some exciting events that you all are going to have there. And others should be looking to for those type of events in your area as well. Um, let me, let me um, ask another question. Um, of you, William, um, and that is, um, you know, these are volunteer organizations, so clearly you feel passionate about this, you're, you're giving of your time, your energy, your talent uh, to be a part of it. I, I love success stories and, and, and those stories that um, inspire you to keep giving and doing what you're doing. What are some of the things that, that you can share with our audience of uh, being a part of Nesby that really resonate with you? why the, the work that you're doing with the organization is so important. When I first joined Nesby, and I, you know, I was introduced to a thing that my chapter did, and that was we had, uh, we basically adopted a Nesby Junior chapter. And Nesby Junior chapters are high middle to high school students for our chapter. Others are different. And one of the amazing things that's been for me was, I would be introduced to freshmen, sophomore high school students, 
and keep in mind, I was only about, I won't lie, I was two, three years away from where they were. So it wasn't, it didn't feel like that huge of a gap at first. But as I watched them grow, and there was some definitely some growth moments. I would have kids that um, that were truly struggling with math, algebra, geometry, very early physics, and being there to help them, helping them grow not only just as a student, but also I took on a mentorship role, which felt amazing for 21-year-old me, 21, 22-year-old me to be doing, and just helping them get through life. I mean, I was there when they were shaking their hands about to open an acceptance letter to this school. It was crazy when I had a person ask me, could you write me a recommendation letter for a school and a scholarship? And thanks to good Lord, he got at least, I know he got the, got into the college. I can't remember the scholarship. I think he did. So, and it just feels so amazing knowing that, they're looking at me as like, you know, you helped me succeed. And it really it almost tugs at your heartstrings to know that you, you know, it's one thing to be getting internships, job offers, rubbing elbows with Google chief financial officers and like that. But it feels like a whole different thing when you're helping a student who, when they came, they honestly said, you know, only reason I'm here is because my mom made me come to thank you for helping me get into the University of Central Florida, to get into this university, this school. Like I said, it really does feel amazing, especially when they're like, hey, can you come to my graduation? You know, it would be nice to have you guys there. It really was quite a moment to know that you really impacted someone's life. And that's been the big thing for me is with this conference, I'm – helping put together in Kansas City. I'm helping with a community that, I won't lie to you, Kansas City's been through some rough years. But I feel like this city is growing and developing. And knowing that we're getting the backing of um, my city's district congressman, Emmanuel Cleaver, from the United States Congress, the mayor of the city, Sly James, civil rights leaders, knowing that they want to help build this conference and help shine a positive light in this in this city has just been, even though I'm graduating like 200 days, knock on wood, it feels like the highlight of my senior year right now. So, so uh, again, um, why don't you share with our audience, um, How, you know, the volunteer process, how do people get involved with the organization? So, ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know, we are talking with William Leverett. He's speaking with us from Kansas City, and we're talking about NSBE, the National Society of Black Engineers, um, a national organization. And William was just sharing with us, his experience of young people um, getting involved with the uh, organization. Some of them came because their parents made them, but then in uh, over a period of time, them um, 
inviting him to their graduation so that that connection that they made. So William, the, my, my next question to you was asking, you know, talk about the, the volunteer experience and how people can volunteer and how important it is to, to volunteer and not in and, and, and any other way that they can contribute to help the organization continue to grow. Uh, yeah. First, can you guys still hear me? We do. We can. We can. Okay. I think I lost connection there for a second. Sorry about that. But, yeah, the volunteering experience for Nesby, um, it generally will de uh, can be uh, varied depending on the chapters. Currently, my chapter is um, helping us strengthen, you know, financially our Nesby juniors so they can go with us on our convention trips and that. So sometimes we're out um, working theme park rides, currently getting dressed up in weird makeup and stuff. Or sometimes we help out and just um, Kansas City has a, a Christmas in October event where members of my chapter go out and we help rebuild old homes in the community and just helping um, the kind of sick and tired just get through another day. And even sometimes we'll uh, work with other Nesby chapters. Like a few months ago, my chapter, we visited with our friends over at the University of Missouri and helped work the food pantry setting up, um, uh, was it frozen vegetables, bread baskets, you name it, just to really give back to our community and help those in need. That That is amazing. And, and, and just in general, just a caring group of people that are looking at the, the community holistically and helping out in, in many ways. So, again, thank you so much for, for all that you all okay. do. You, you know, on, on today's show, and, and I have to, I want to give a shout out to William Wells, who is a member of uh, BDPA uh, Kansas City, uh, and that's how we know uh, William. And then he's also the, the founder and creator of A Steam Village. And you all may remember uh, about a week ago, we covered uh, the, one of their Saturday programs with the young people live, um, and we we did a, a live stream with the, the young people. It was thanks to William to making the connection. Uh, I first uh, connected me with Michelle Mitchell, who is uh, with Nesby in Kansas City and part of the pre-college program, and uh, then she then connected us with uh, William Leverett and who we're speaking with and uh, us setting up this conversation. And I definitely, if we're not able to um, get Michelle or Christian on the phone today, um, we definitely want to invite them back for a, a future show. If they are on the line, we would love for them just just press one and jump into our caller queue, and we will definitely open up your your mic before our, our show's over today. But um, nonetheless, and I, I don't know if William, you want to kind of speak to. Uh, Michelle and or, and or Christian and their role and what they're part of the organization that they're working with. Okay. Um, starting with uh, Michelle. Michelle is in charge of basically running our pre-collegiate initiative, which would cover members of the Nesby Junior as well as outreach into non-Nesby uh, Junior members. And so for her part, it's basically making sure that we can come up with programs and just events and ways to really reach out. And Nesby, like I said, we, while we are obviously engineering focused, we are definitely full-blown steam. 
We want uh, members that may not be thinking engineering or computer science, but maybe arts, um, creative writing. We welcome that greatly, and Michelle's done an amazing job of just finding ways to, whether it's working with our regional junior board made of Nesby Junior members, um, finding speakers or events such as this, uh, to make sure that we get our message across to all demographics within our nation. And for Christian, as the chair, he sets the tone for our board and for our region. He sits on the national board to make sure our voice is heard, and he helps direct um, Nesby with our region focus on what matters within the community, whether it's making sure we connect with different organizations, whether it's making sure that companies know our membership and know that this is a block of uh, potential employees that are available to them as well as just making sure that our membership feels connected, that there's no big gap between us that sit on the regional board and the chapters themselves. And that's something that all of us really feel is a strengthening towards NSBE as a whole. Oh, awesome, awesome, excellent. Um, as we were talking, and again, as we mentioned, your upcoming event in uh, Kansas, it sounds very exciting. Um, in this past year, I followed the, the national conference, and I don't know if you could give uh, the, the the audience a little bit of a, a highlight and, and also a heads up on where the 2016 uh, national conference is going to be held, uh, and maybe we can eventually meet there face-to-face at the national conference since we won't be able to make your, your upcoming event. Okay. Okay, this is going to be a tough one. I know I talk too much, but the National Convention, that is, it's, I mean, it is Nesby in a whole. You are talking about over 10,000 black uh, minority engineers all in one place, a career fair that numbers in the hundreds of companies, just programs and events just designed to make everyone come as a whole. If the fall regional conference is designed for the regional members and, you know, the chapters to come together, national convention is like that huge uh, family reunion at grandma's house at the end of the summer. We're just seeing your cousins, your uncles, nieces from all the way across the country just all together in one place. And there happens to be a job opportunity as well. And for this year, we're going to be in – Boston, Massachusetts, for our 2016 National Convention, and I can't wait. One of the big benefits I felt being in Nesby is just being able to travel all around the nation, meeting different folks, and when it was last year at Anaheim, California, the year before in Nashville, Tennessee, and for those of you looking toward the future, 2017, when it's in a little place called Kansas City, Missouri, it's just amazing just going around and seeing all these different groups coming together in one place. Wow. It, it, that I, I love your analogy to the uh, family reunion at the end of the summer at Grandma's. That That is awesome. And, and I, I'm sure as all the different regions and chapters that, that working hard throughout the year, 
all coming together in, you know, part celebration, education, uh, but also, like you said, and, and also the opportunity for, for jobs and employment and, and all sorts of, you know, uh, exposure. So this sounds fantastic. And uh, you said Boston in 2016 and Kansas City in 2017. So I'm, I'm definitely going to put both of those uh, on my calendar and, and, and hopefully with Technology Express, so we will be there and, and be able to meet some of our listeners um, there as well. So the, thank you for that that, that great, great uh, de- description. But I, I don't want to get too far away from it as we're talking about describing things. And I know we have some callers that, that join in a little late. Can you, can you talk them through one more time? You guys have a great upcoming event and uh, want to give them a second chance to hear about that event and to hear how they can get connected uh, to your, your upcoming event. Okay. Um, yeah, just through my likes, if you uh, like I say, I highly encourage it. Um, get to nesby.org, and you'll see registration after, you know, become an affiliate member. It's $5 for a Nesby Junior member annually, uh, 15 for collegiate, I believe 20 to 25 for a professional member. Once you've done that, um, you want to click in to register for events, and you will see um, our conference. It will be R5FRC, and it will list the location, Kansas City, Missouri. Go in, pay the registration fee. I believe it's still at a very, very reasonable price. We try and make sure that it's something that anyone can get to. And we will be at it uh, when you get to Kansas City at the Weston Crown Center, and that's 1E Pershings Road, Kansas City, Missouri. And it's in the if you are familiar with the Kansas City area, it's in the Crown Center district. And it's just a a lovely hotel. I mean, it looks like something we would use for our national convention if you've ever been to any of those. Oh, amazing, amazing. So, and, and talk about, you know, who are some of the, the target audience that you'd like to see uh, come out and, and participate in, in the event? For me, it is our region whole. Everyone that's if you're in Texas, if you're in Louisiana, if you're way up in North Dakota, I want to see Nesby Junior middle through high school students that have you know, been to maybe a conference too, or maybe this is their very first one. I, I love it when we see our uh, members are just being introduced to Nesby as a whole. Whenever you sit at the general, our opening meetings, or, or even our general sessions, even if members that are just eyes wide open, you can tell this is their first time seeing Nesby at this level. You know, they may have came to their chapter meetings, they may have connect to another chapter, but to see hundreds of their fellow members in one place, it's just awe-inspiring. And honestly, you never really forget your first Nesby conference or event. I still remember my first one when it was the National Convention in Indianapolis, Indiana. And just seeing um, the the scale, the the guest speakers, we had Roland Martin from uh, when he was at CNN, just speak up. It was just an amazing event. And you really get to see how um, the term live Nesby can get. We 
we definitely um, we start bringing a couple of sound bearers when we get into our chant competitions, especially when we have our HBCUs like Prairie View down there. Um, when we get to national convention, we got Clark, Georgia, and all of them just going live and just you just really feel like, you know, this is not just your basic, you know, sit down and listen event. This is get involved. Awesome, awesome. It it, it does. It sounds very um, energetic and very energized and and, and love that. Because I think a lot of people don't recognize that being an engineering, I think some people hear engineering, they think, Boring, dull, math, you know, you know that type of thing. Um, I, I believe that it's beginning, the tide is turning, you know, where, you know, nerd is, is and geek, it's, it's okay. And, and nerds and geeks are comfortable and, and, and um, you know, really kind of wearing that as a badge of honor uh, because also, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, we've had the opportunity to, to meet Roland Martin on a couple of occasions, you know, you know, you stick your chest out and kind of brag a little bit that, hey, mm-hmm. we get paid nicely and we have a little bit of swag, and so we should kind of have a little, you know, swagger in our walk and, and not have to apologize. But I think that there's still some maybe stereotypes or misconceptions um, that uh, that there's not many facets that, that engineers as well as, you know, like in our arena, software engineers come in many facets, have many interests, um, you have hobbies in our creative people. It's about creating mm-hmm. things. And so what, what do you say to some of the, the, the stereotypes that might be lingering and those that might be, be doubting whether Nesby is something that they want to come to or, or even explore? What, what are your thoughts? Well, I'll say this. Obviously, yes. You're going to have to earn your stripes when you go through Calc 1, 2, Physics one, two, you know, you got to earn those stripes. You got to do, buckle down and do those problems. But as you progress and you start seeing what exactly it is, these problems, these formulas are going into. I mean, I'm doing my senior design now and I'm taking my circuits classes and my programming and I'm putting an automated robot to go rescue these different blocks of colors while navigating this maze and jungle gym thing and all this sort of thing, and you're not doing this alone. You're doing this with a group of students that are like you and honestly come with such varied backgrounds. My class has Navy, um, former Navy men that have sat on nuclear subs for years and are basically learning, you know, the design process behind handling energy outputs in the well past kilo thousand volts. We're having people that will probably be, we just uh, went through the anniversary, will probably be the doc themselves and doing their own flux capacitors and back to the future one day, or will be Marty McFly riding on a hoverboard. I mean, you see all these people that are literally have lives of their own and they're incorporating their past experiences into this uh, field. I mean, I have jocks that are, you know, used to be all district uh, in their football and track teams that are looking into researching, you know, the big thing in the NFL these days is how do we prevent concussions and things like that. Friends of mine that are mechanical engineers are researching, you know, 
how helmets can reduce that type of injury now. Um, one of my best good friends from that graduated, her plan is to go into really designing how to help amputees, you know, build the bionic arms. Students that want to basically build their own Iron Man suit. I mean, taking our dreams from Star Wars, Marvel Comics, and making them reality. Right now, this is the time to be an engineer. To make that stuff a reality is just awe-inspiring, and I highly encourage people to get through the stereotype, look past it, do the homework, and look and realize you can be Tony Stark one day. And you can give me a 15% fee because I told you all this. <laughs> I I completely agree. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You you are absolutely right. I, you know, I, I was writing up something recently and I said, science fiction is science now. You know, the things that, mm-hmm. that, that we watched as kids and saw as kids, they are, they are a reality. So that is uh, amazing. And, um, you know, and, and your description, that that is perfect. And, and hopefully that will plant some seeds with uh, some of our young listeners. And, again, if there's parents and aunts and uncles listening, um, just, just tell them there's free pizza. Just get them there, and then once they get there, then we'll let, you know, we'll let William um, take it from there, and I'm, I'm sure that they will be amazed. But, William, I'm also going to tell you, we have some people that have joined us on the line, and I know that you've been holding it down and, and, and sharing some valuable information with us. But I do want to check on those people who have dialed in. Uh, it may be uh, Michelle or it may even be Christian. So I'm just going to check on our, our phone line. So hang on with us, and let's see who we have with us. Um, first of all, I'm going to go to uh, there's an area code 210, and I want to welcome you to Technology Expresso. Who do I have on the line? Hi, this is Michelle Mitchell. Hello, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. We are. I'm so happy to have you on the show, and we have been um, talking to you. Um, William has been with us um, on the show, but I want to give you some time to to speak. Um, and again, thank you for for joining us. So, Michelle, would you share with our audience a little bit about your background? and talk about the pre-college program of NSBE. Sure thing. Well, I am a student at Texas A&M University studying electrical engineering. I'm currently a master's student there. And I am serving as the pre-college initiative chair for the Region 5 of NSBE. And pretty much the pre-college program um, helps prepare our NSBE junior members engage, to be more engaged in STEM to be better prepared for college. Um, we like to do, uh, we give local, we give chapters throughout our region programs that they can practice with the students that allows the students to be more engaged in these uh, STEM subjects, to be more, to get exposed to colleges and um, factories, facilities, and engineering companies. Uh, we like to provide them with resources that aid them in their studying and encourage them to continue that route. And it's just a really big, really big program, and right now we're trying to uh, fulfill our mission in increasing our number of, of black engineers, and we're just starting from um, the, the base of the equation, and, and those are the children. 
Well, awesome, awesome. Would you share a little bit about yourself and your background um, and, and what area of engineering you're in, as well as how you got first got exposed to NSBE? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Just wanting you to share with how you got first got exposed to NSBE. Sure thing. Um, I did not um, hear about NSBE until I got to college. Um, uh, a fellow classmate of mine, another black engineer, he, he mentioned it to me. And after some time, I finally made my way out to the meetings, and immediately I was able to see what what it is that uh, the the organization, what it was about. It was more than just a social organization. They were really doing some good things, and I was able to build a community uh, of other students that looked just like me that had similar struggles and similar amb ambitions. And from then on, I just started doing some, um, joining some roles, some leadership roles in my organization in my 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 collegiate chapter. And eventually, I joined the regional board to continue uh, to fulfill our mission. Well, awesome, and and thank you so much for your your service and volunteering and being a part of NSB and all of the the great things around that. I understand you guys have a uh, big event coming up in the uh, the fall regional conference, um, and, and will you be participating in that as well? Yes, I'm leading the pre-college, uh, the PCI mini conference uh, during the conference, so I'm uh, in charge of creating the, the conference side that gears toward our Nesby Junior membership. Well, excellent, excellent. And again, William has been sharing with us some of the details around the event. So uh, we wish you all the, the best of, uh, of times at that and a great turnout there. And we'll continue to, to share that with our uh, social media and our audience. And, and again, we also tell our audience to check out all of Nesby. You may not be in the Kansas City or in the uh, Fifth Region, but do find a local chapter near you. And also uh, go out to nesby.org and find out about that national uh, conference as well. Mark your calendars for that. And it's all about exposure. Let me check my, my other phone line um, here as well. We've had another person join. Um, and that is also, that's the area code 404. So I just want to go over to, to this line. Who do I have on the phone? Hey, this is Christian Miller, Christian Miller, Region 5 Chairperson for Nesby. Hello, hello, Christian. Thank you for joining us. We're so happy that you were able to join us. I think we may have had a little mix-up with the, the time zone, but we have you here. So please share with our audience about your role and some of the, the highlights that you want our audience to know about Region 5. Yes, of course. So my role uh, is Region 5 Chairperson. Um, which last year I was the vice chairperson who really manages the board for uh, the executive board for <clears throat> Region 5 and SB. But now in my role, I sit on the national executive board as well. And so I'm on the board of directors for the organization as a whole, uh, really, um, really being a voice for the membership for uh, Region 5, which consists of 10 states. Uh, in the Midwest from North Dakota all the way down to Texas and Louisiana uh, and about 3,000 members. And so really uh, helping push the organization forward uh, when it comes to the partnerships that we do um, and the activities that, you know, the activities that we have 
um, things from our career center to our program implementation um, to any other resources that we provide our chapters. I'm really there to be that mind um, and help our organization move forward in that manner. Um, and so Region 5 specifically, uh, <clears throat> we have a couple of things going on. So you already spoke with Will about the regional conference that's happening um, just first week in November. And so that's a really big event for us um, coming up. But then there's a couple of other long-range things that we're really looking forward to and uh, making sure that we have successful implementation. So we have uh, we're really trying hard to get a SEEK camp in Kansas City. And what SEEK stands for is Summer Engineering Experience for Kids. Uh, where we invite third through fifth graders uh, to attend this three-week camp um, in, you know, these select cities. Right now, Region 5, or this past year, Region 5, we had a seat camp in Houston, uh, as well as in Thibodeau, Louisiana, um, and, and New Orleans. And so this camp is really just to get youth exposed to technology, engineering, um, and alternative uh, avenues to spend their summer and to get them started early, so as they're going through middle school, as they're going through high school, that they're already kind of geared towards achieving um, and have some sort of focus and some sort of guiding light. And then after that, um, we have a national convention for the whole organization will be in Region 5 in Kansas City um, next March, so March 2017. And this uh, convention usually brings in around 9,000 members from all across the U.S. and even some international students. Um, and there tends to be, there tends to be um, about three different mini-conferences. So there's the pre-collegiate mini-conference. There is a technical professional conference for the NSBE professionals that are still with the organization after their um, undergraduate or graduate degree, and then as well as a graduate uh, student mini-conference, um, and where we have one of the largest uh, career fairs um, in the nation, especially for a student organization such as NSBE. Um, and so that won't be next March. And so we have a couple of things really lined up for the next year and a half uh, involving Kansas City. So we're really excited to really uh, interact with the city and make sure that we're impacting everyone positively. Well, excellent, excellent. Well, kudos to uh, the Region 5 and to to all of you and all the great things that you are doing. Um, I know that Technology Expresso, we are, this was kind of an eye-opening experience for uh, us. Technology Expresso covers all of the STEM uh, initiatives and organizations, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. And a lot of people uh, may think that we, we kind of lean a little bit toward technology, but at the end of the day, we're all part of the same family. We're all cousins here in STEM and so excited to really have this hour to highlight NSBE, the National Society of Black Engineers. Um, we learned a thing or two, and um, I must say, we definitely want to have you all back. Um, our microphones are open to you for any of your future events, and, and we would love to even meet you also, at, at hopefully in Boston at your national conference. Uh, we, we love doing live coverage as well, and it would be just uh, our pleasure to meet you all and, and to meet the faces behind the, the voices that are so committed to such a great organization. So, you know, uh, again, our, our time is, is winding down, and I'll just open up uh, everyone's microphone again just to say thank you for being a part of this. Thank you, Michelle, with your busy schedule. 
uh, for arranging this and making it possible. Um, I want to thank you for that. And again, uh, William, for you spending the, the last 45 minutes with us and uh, sharing all the great insight from your career to what was going on locally to nationally and just uh, some great words and, and inspiration. So just been a, a, a pleasure having you all on the, the show. Any any final words that you might have, uh, Christian, uh, as we wind down here? With with technology, I must say, sometimes we have our own technical difficulties. And uh, with just a few minutes left in uh, today's show, looks like we're having one of those uh, situations. But we did get to talk to all of our guests today and so happy to, to have them. So again, William Leverett, uh, the Fall Regional Conference Chair for NSBE and that upcoming event, please visit uh, NSBE.org for more information. Also, Michelle Mitchell, who is the head of the pre-college program, and then we also heard from Christian Miller, who is the Region 5 uh, Chair. So again, we w hope to have you back on our show, um, and thank you for uh, being a part of today's show. And with that, to our audience, thank you again for joining us here on Technology Expresso. Um, show is live, so sometimes we have our, our technical glitches. But glad you were able to join and stay on with us today. Hope you got some great tidbits. If you have any questions about today's guests or any of the events, you can email us at technologyexpresso at gmail.com. Again, technologyexpresso at gmail.com. And thank you all for being a part of today's show. With that, we'll say, until next time, continue to listen, learn, leverage, and launch. Bye for now.